Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. Hi there. This is Patrick Timpone, and it is a Monday after a kind of a long weekend, and hope you had a lot of turkey and fun stuff. Um, we're going to have a good time today. We're going to talk with a gentleman about one of your favorite subjects, and that's the I- IRS. <laughs> that's right. One of, your, one of your favorite organizations. I love him. He was an IRS whistleblower. He is. And his name is Richard Green. Just going to do a little bit of business here before we introduce you to our guest here on this Monday morning. Let you know that we are live. OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick Timpone. OneRadioNetwork.com is the email. If you have a question or a comment for Mr. Green, we're going to do, we'll stay on the air after him, after he, him. And, and talk a little bit more about how it takes a long time to get young. That's one of our specialties around here. I'm uh, working on the, my 12th draft of a book called Takes a Long Time to Get Young. I've got about, uh, uh, well, in a month I'll have 75 Christmases under my experience. So I know a little mm-hmm. bit about staying young because it's pretty easy if you understand how the game works, and uh, we do, and uh, um, it's a lot of secrets, but it's only a secret if you don't look. So we'll talk about that and some other things. There's a new uh, variant coming out called, I don't know, Omicron or something like that. We don't believe in the germ theory. We know that the germ theory is a big lie, and it's all made up, and so this Omicron new variant is just made up as well, in our opinion, because there's an, there is no virus, the germ theory uh, doesn't exist. So, let's get that out there. Santos Bonacci will be here tomorrow. Santos is an interesting fellow. He's into synchrosisms. Well, I can I'll pronounce it sometime. Synchrosisms. I don't. I can't even pronounce it. Anyway, sync. I can do it when he's here. But anyway, it's very cool stuff. He's a definitely a firm earther, non uh, heliocentric model guy. But we're going to talk a lot about the the lost history of this world. And believe me, once you understand what's gone on in the last four, five, six, seven hundred years with the history that's just been made up, your, um, your, hair, your hair will curl in excitement. It's really interesting. Uh, Fred Dashevsky and the Real World of Money on Wednesday. And we, we have a couple other people that we've invited in. Okay, now we're going to introduce you. Thank you for that to Rick Green, uh, Richard A. Green, or Rick Green. He's got an MBA, former IRS agent. He was a professor in accounting, an auditor in the private sector. And he's got some interesting ideas about the IRS we worked for for quite a few years. Um, And he's going to talk about the tax return and taxes and stuff like that. His new book, or his revised book, is called agentsofdeceit.com. Agentsofdeceit.com. I believe he is in the great state of Nevada. Mr. Green, a very pleasant good morning to you, sir. How are you? Thanks, Timothy. Good talking to you. Patrick. Patrick is the name. Patrick. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't worry about that. Well, so, IRS messes my brain. Yeah, so. well, it'll do that, sir. Yeah. How long were you an IRS agent and what did you do for them, Richard? Uh, I lasted five years. Um, I was based in West L.A., so I audited 
uh, corporations, celebrities, uh, and so forth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you worked for them five years, and I read where you actually left them on interesting terms. Talk about that. Hmm. <laughs> well, I went in very naive, uh, and I was so shocked about what they would do uh, that I started protesting both uh, internally and to the press. Hmm. Uh, the uh, L.A. Times read a, uh, ran a great article about me and how I showed that the IRS targeted minorities. Really? And so uh, I was feeling uh, like I'd been a good citizen. Uh, we have uh, the First Amendment to protect us. Uh, I'm doing my job why I'm supposed to. Uh -huh. uh, but that didn't matter. They uh, harassed me to the point where uh, I really had serious difficulties. And they uh, eventually fired me, but I don't need your sympathy because I had a very good lawyer who got me a uh, very generous settlement uh, tax-free. Tax-free. Well, good for you. <laughs> he was a good attorney, right? Wow. Yeah. So we got a good settlement. Um, so that's been okay for you. So... What was the reason they gave you when they fired you? Uh, well, like everything else, the IRS uh, is very vague. Uh, I didn't follow directions. Hmm. Uh, I was taking too much uh, sick leave to, as a result of their uh, harassment. And uh, anything else they can charge me with, they did. I see. I think that, um, well, I'd like to get your opinion. You, we've done a lot of shows over the years with constitutionalists and, you know, tax resistor folks. Not necessarily resistor, but tax truthers. We've even had uh, um, uh, Bannister on. You probably know Mr. Bannister. Uh, yes, I've heard of him. Yeah, interesting fellow, former IRS agent who's very clear, and he says the whole thing is unconstitutional. There's a lot of patriots that believe that. Um, do you think that... Well, why, why do you think IRS people are generally snarky and kind of mean-spirited? Do you think it's because they get so much pushback from people who deep down don't like the system? Or what's your theory on that after all these years? Well... I think the fundamental cause is that uh, they're law unto themselves. Yes. They don't have any of the legal restraints uh, that other federal agencies do. Uh, and so they don't have the restraints that private enterprise does because they don't have to worry about keeping uh, customers happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they do what they want to. Uh, if you don't like it, that's tough. 
and they always uh, have uh, tremendous powers of uh, intimidation. When I was in workshop, when I was first uh, hired, we would actually have role-playing exercises that were designed to intimidate the taxpayer. Really? Uh, one of the simplest things is that you never let the taxpayer uh, have control of the situation. Hmm. It's always the IRS are in charge. Uh, for example, if you want to audit somebody, you set the uh, time of the appointment. You don't uh, give them a window or ask what works for them. I uh, just tell them to be there at such and such a time or else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the or else is interesting because, as you know, um, the IRS can easily and do go into bank accounts, right? Just take your right. money. No, no judge is involved. They just take it, and you'll never, you're never going to get it back, pretty much, are you? Well... There is a provision where you can sue to get it back, but that's after they have their money. Mm -hmm. And uh, the expenser is uh, on you. There's been many cases uh, where they've considered uh, bank accounts, a bank account to have, to be suspicious, and they'll just go in without warning and seize it, they don't need a court writ or anything, they'll just seize it, and you won't find out about it until your checks start bouncing. Uh, they can seize businesses. Uh, they can do everything without judicial oversight. That's important, isn't it, Mr. Green? Without judicial oversight. Right. Yeah. Do you know legally or lawfully, or is it a lawful um, experience or action, or do they just get away with it because they they do? Uh, I think that's a combination of both. Mm -hmm. uh, Congress has bought into their narrative that nobody likes paying taxes. Everybody is a potential tax cheat. <laughs> and we need to get in there and act um, before they start uh, reacting. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, uh, they can come in and, and seize your house uh, just evict you. Uh, again, no court order. And it would be up to you to uh, hire an attorney, spend months or years trying to get that back. And uh, your odds of success are pretty slim. Yes, sir. And expensive. And that's, and that's important to know. Right. I mean, if you wanted to go into tax court to argue something, right? whether it's a, a criminal or, say, a potential, um, or criminal or civil, right? 
And I believe the criminal, they have to prove intent. But say that they want to try to prove intent to defraud, and you didn't do that, and you wanted to go to tax court. I've heard and talked to attorneys, it's a lot of money to do that. And you take your chances, it's about oh, at least $300,000 to get a good attorney to do that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And the IRS is fully conscious of that. Mm-hmm. Uh so many times, one of my managers would say, well, go ahead and stick it to them because they'll, they'll never hire a lawyer. Yeah, wow. They told you that. Right. In fact, they'd tell us to lie. If we were working a case, and it was pretty evident that it was tax fraud, uh we were told to lie to taxpayers uh but no we we don't see any evidence of fraud it's just that hmm. uh, i've been on sick leave for six months and that's why it's taking so long and the reason we're told to lie is because they will go out and hire an attorney and the attorney will shut him up. So the IRS uh, expects you to uh, roll over, do whatever they say, uh, without any protest. Rick Green is with us, former IRS agent. His book is uh, Agents of Deceit, and his website, agentsofdeceit.com. Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network. Um, so... I hear you saying, and you tell me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, sir, that the system, the culture, is based, is it based on fear and coercion? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, obviously, the the, uh, IRS can't lock all of us up. So, the only way they have of uh, doing their job is to get you to be so scared and to intimidate all Americans uh, that you'll roll over and do whatever they say uh, to do. Yeah, yeah. So is that just in the culture, in the whole model of the IRS. Is that taught then? And that's why people, agents act the way they do generally? They're just taught this and it's, it's part of the culture? Uh, definitely. The, the uh, IRS agents and all IRS people, uh, they considered themselves the thin blue line uh, against saving the government from tax cheats and uh, bringing to account uh, taxpayers, all taxpayers, uh, as prospective uh, lawbreakers. So they uh, have a very self-righteous attitude within the service and it's very easy to to uh slip into that mode of thinking i did before i realized it 
um, we're only a few thousand people, and if it wasn't for us, our whole society would uh, degenerate into uh, chaos and lawlessness and all other bad things. But of course, sir, anyone that understands the monetary system as we do, taxes and, you know, they, they're just creating money at the Federal Reserve and, and, uh, and Treasury's borrowing it like they're doing like $5 trillion for stuff. It doesn't feel like it's about the money. It feels like it's more about control. Uh, that's right. Do yeah. You? Uh, in fact, uh, if we would just abolish the IRS and go to a national sales tax, uh, they would lose all of that control because taxes are collected when you buy something. Yes, sir. And that would be, you know, whether or not you agree with the whole idea of taxes or not, being a libertarian, I pretty much don't. I think there's another way. But just say we do, that's a very fair way to do something, depending on what you purchase, right? People with lower incomes, they don't buy that much right. stuff. Maybe rich guys buy yachts and airplanes. So, you know, everybody would yeah. kind of, it's kind of fair. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest fallacies is that uh, our tax system itself is progressive. On paper, it looks like that because the more money you take, the higher the more money you make, the higher bracket you fall into. Right. But what I observe, and statistics bear me out, is that the wealthy actually get a much better break from the IRS. They can hire lawyers and uh, accountants to find the loopholes. And the statistics show that uh, they are more people at the income of 500000 to a million dollars than they do the middle class and the low-wage earners who are making uh, 25000 a year. So the uh, tax system that we have is anything but progressive. It's very regressive. Um, What's the difference then? Regressive. Um, where do you... So the big argument, of course, is that the top 1% or 2% but I've seen I've seen tables, and maybe I'm misinformed. But these people pay most of the taxes, don't they? The rich guys. Uh, possibly on an absolute level, but not as a percentage of income. Not as a per- no, of course, that's right. Yes, sir, I agree. But percentage of total in the total picture, they they certainly pay a lot of it. The charts I've seen, now whether or not they're accurate, I don't know. Well, there there was uh, recently uh, news items that Jeff Bezos, uh, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, 
are many years don't pay anything don't in taxes. Is that right? They just figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, so the IRS code is so so complicated. Title twenty six is like how many books is it? You know, if you'd like to go through it, it's like. Well, to give you a perspective, um, of course, Congress is the final authority. Right. Uh, but the tax code as passed by Congress is only about two volumes, um, probably less than 2,000 pages, and it's reasonably clear. Hmm. But the IRS gets to... Uh, develop its own regulations as to what constitutes income, what is allowed, and that's roughly 10 volumes. But the uh, third important thing is the case law uh, from the tax court, uh, memoranda from the IRS, regulations, everything that pertains to uh, how you're supposed to pay your taxes. The last I heard is about 10 million words. So uh, nobody, not even the smartest tax lawyers, really understand uh, the ultimate tax code and that uh, invites abuse from the IRS because they can interpret it any damn way they want. No. Are they prepared? Are they prepared do. overall, really, uh, from attorney wise, when people do go all the way to tax court? Do they do they concern themselves about that, or do they think they they got the juice to win? Well, there's two different aspects of it. First of all, um, they deliberately uh, characterize uh, tax evasion as uh, a civil matter. Yes, sir. So being the fact that it's a... a civil matter uh, means that you don't get most of your uh, due process rights because you don't have to worry about going to jail. Yes, you just worry. You just have to worry about being uh, bankrupt financially. Uh, it's a small measure of comfort that the IRS. Out of all the hundreds of millions of tax returns filed every year, uh, the IRS only prosecutes 200 to 2,000 individuals a year uh, criminally. Uh, A criminal case is very, very difficult to... uh, initiate because of all those due process protections 
So they, they'd rather go after you civilly where they can uh, raid your bank account, foreclose on your home, ruin your business, where you don't have any due process rights. Yes, sir. So overall, criminally, is that correct, though, is the main component one has, the IRS has to prove intent to defraud. Is that accurate? Uh, that is, and it's very difficult to prove yes, sir. Uh, intent. Um, if it's uh, actual ignorance, um, almost any other excuse, um, they don't characterize as criminal. Um, it's only if they can prove intent, which is very difficult to do. Rick A. Green is with us. Mr. Green, you stay right there, sir. We're going to just take a break. And his book is called Agents of Deceit. And he was fired from the IRS for just getting too feisty with wanting to tell people <laughs> what these guys are about. And you can join us at 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Well, if you're watching this uh, before midnight on the 29th, you're still in on the many, 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 many Black Friday deals we've got going on. So if you're watching live this morning or later on on Monday afternoon or Monday evening before midnight the 29th, you can go on our website, oneradionetwork.com, and pony up and get some good values, really nice. For example, Shen Blossom, you know, you've heard me talk about it. Just a wonderful company. I'm going to get some of the uh, Mountain Detox and some of the Prime Digestive and a few other things today. And I will get 15% off like you do with promo code ONE RADIO on all Shen Blossom. It's a wonderful, wonderful website. Also, you might look at their water structuring device, which also 15% off, which a lot of people like. They have Rishi, um, oh, deep sleep minerals, turmeric formula, seaweed powders, uh, noni honey, a goji berry tincture, mountain detox, my fave, uh, Hoshu Wu, 50-year-old ginseng. These are all on the Shen Blossom website. Also, of course, the Grotein powders. We highly recommend these guys. Bamboo is the first ingredient. So just a, a plethora of different things that I think you'll really enjoy. If you move over to Survival today, through tonight, midnight, the 29th of November, only through the 29th, Pine Pollen, Colostrum, Elk Velvet, Shaga, Rishi, Medicinal Mushrooms, Digestive Bitters, Vitamin D, K2, 20% off, promo code INFINITE. So tonight, Monday, through the t uh, midnight, you get... Uh, 20% off. That's a good thing. Pearl Seam has got 25% uh, uh, off going on on the powder, which is a, just a wonderful um, powder that you can brush your teeth with. And uh, we can show you a picture of it right here. I would recommend you get three of these guys, get a three bundle, and get 25% uh, off. It's huge. With promo code THANKSGIVING on all um, Pearl Seam, on the Pearl Seam ad. This air doctor that we've talked about, wow, this is a wonderful, just a terrific um, air purifier that we have in our home. And this baby, I check this out. I was, 
you know, you don't you don't um, wash um, a cast iron skillet, right? You don't put soap in it. Uh, I've learned that long ago. It'll stick. All you do is just kind of clean it off with hot water, with a paper towel. Then you put it on the stove, right? Turn on the heat and you dry it. Then you can put a little oil in there. You do that. You never uh, have anything stick on a cast iron. I've done that for years. You kind of cure it. And uh, last night I was I turned up the heat to to do the uh, uh, cast iron. I didn't get everything off there because it just burns off. Maybe there was a little bit of butter or some fat uh, from something that I cooked. And within two minutes, the little air doctor thing looks like R2-D2. It starts revving up its fan. Just from heating up a, uh, I know, it's crazy, just from heating up uh, a, uh, a, a skillet. It's very intuitive. It's all computerized. It increases the fan speed whenever it needs to do it. And then it just slows it back down after it gets everything out, whether it's smoke or, or whatever, or smells. That you know, It's great. And you can imagine how it does with the, um, you know, the pollen and stuff like that from the outside. Uh, deal today, you can save up to $300 on some of these units. And uh, we, have, we have one that's expiring, uh, oh, tomorrow night uh, at midnight. But you can shop now through our website, it's called Air Doctor. Look at the different ones. Huge, um, huge savings. The Air Doctor 3000 or the 5000, depending on how big your home is. I have the 3000 and it just works great. And I've got uh, an area probably 1,500 feet downstairs that it's dealing with. It really does a, a great job. So this is a fun thing. I'll just go over a couple more and then we'll, well, I'll just, this is enough for now. And then I'll tell you about a few more uh, this morning uh, with Rick Green and also with uh, um, we're going to be on the air after we talk to Mr. Green and uh, talk about stuff. Uh, what happened to his slide? It does this from time to time. Hold on. Hmm. Oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Know the Source on One Radio Network. We're having an interesting conversation with a gentleman who worked for the IRS for about five years. He was fired for being a whistleblower, and he has a book called um, Agents of Deceit, The True Story and Life of Today's Chaotic and Dysfunctional IRS. We saw recently, I don't know if this has been signed, uh, Mr. Green, or not, but one of these different bills that the Biden administration put through, there's something in there, and I don't, I don't know, you may know if it's been passed, that they're going to hire 85,000, did you see that, new, more IRS agents? 85,000? Uh, yeah, I, I've seen that they're getting uh, billions of dollars to do it. Uh, wow. It hasn't been passed yet. Because no. Oh, it hasn't. Second bill. I see. Uh, build back better. So we do have a grace period. So do you think, uh, just in your experience with this whole thing, that the Congress will pass this guy or have enough votes? Well, the strange thing is that Congress has a uh, love-hate relationship with the IRS. They need the money 
but many in Congress and Congress share our uh, hostility towards the IRS. Uh, the trick in Build Back America is that however much uh, money the IRS gets, they will always target the middle class and lower class hmm. um, instead of the wealthy uh, simply because it's more cost effective. Uh, poor and middle class are much easier to intimidate because they don't have the resources to put up a fight. Yeah, well, that makes sense, right? I mean, it doesn't make sense ethically, or <laughs> but it, I, I understand. So, does the IRS, the big guys, and every and the agents, do they work on some kind of uh, scale where you get more points the more money you collect and uh, that kind of thing? Oh, uh, definitely. The way it's done, wow, is that we had to. Uh, document every all the uh, time we spent on a particular tax return and you have to show your uh, uh, how much you assess the taxpayer for so the uh, upshot of it is an ambitious agent is going to go after the uh, uh, people without the resources to fight because it's the most cost effective. Mm -hmm. So they're working on an idea of how much input, money, and time, and how much was gained. And that's, right. that's extra mm -hmm. value for the agent. Does that affect their pay or their promotional ability and such? Uh, it doesn't, you don't get a commission, so it doesn't affect your pay, uh, but it definitely affects your uh, prospects for promotion. I see. Uh, your manager knows how productive you are, how many uh, resources you're using to get your adjustments, and the agents who are more adept at that are the ones that are nominated for promotion. I see. Here's an email for you from Nathan. Can your guest tell us, is the IRS actually a separate corporation that's not a government agency? Just a tax collector? Uh, Do you know? No, no, it's definitely a federal agency. Is it? Uh, they're under the jurisdiction of Congress, but uh, Congress, like I said before, uh, is of two minds about the IRS. They hate their tactics, but, but they love their money. <laughs> they love their money. Yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, how is the, uh, the audit process? I mean, is it computerized pretty much? where they just kind of see red flags and do that? Uh, usually it is 
uh, initially, every time you uh, send anybody who sends in a uh, tax return, the return is scored by an algorithm, mm-hmm. which uh, looks at all of your deductions, your income, your taxes payable, uh, compared to others. And if it varies from norm, you red flag and prob- uh, probably audited. But once the uh, auditor uh, gets the return, he has tremendous uh, discretion. Uh, He can decide what uh, areas to go into. Uh, If he's inclined, uh, he can open up your prior year's tax returns mm-hmm. and uh, he can determine uh, how thoroughly he wants to uh, audit you. I understand. Here's an email from Cynthia for Richard Green, his book, Agents of Deceit. Is it true that the money one might owe the IRS disappears after 10 years? Um, I'm I'm not a lawyer, so I'm a little bit hazy on the details. All right. I understand. Um, The... uh, I'm doubtful that... After 10 years, they can forget about it. Um, Theoretically, if the IRS uh, suspects fraud, they can open up all your returns uh, back to uh, 1913, (laughs) when the tax code was first uh, implemented. So... Uh, I personally keep all of my tax returns, documentation, uh, just to be sure. Yeah, 1913. That was that was when the Federal Reserve was was put into place. 1913. Uh, you might be correct. I'm not sure the yeah, yeah. Uh, chronology. So, what about all these stories we hear on the radio? You've seen the, you've heard the commercials, right? these ads mm-hmm. for different people or companies that claim that they can go in and negotiate for 5 10% of what one may owe in back taxes. What, talk about that a bit. Well, I can uh, quibble about uh, the percentage, whether it's 5 or 10% or uh, 50%. But the uh, IRS does have discretion to uh, waive penalties, waive deficiencies, mm-hmm. and uh, to uh, just generally uh, drop the matter. So it depends on how determined they are to get you. There is a procedure. Um, called 
Um, um, I forget exact terms, uh, but there is a procedure where you can uh, go in and request a settlement from the IRS. Yes, sir. And that's why the uh, wealthy with their lawyers um, have such an advantage because the uh, I, they know how to negotiate with the IRS. Yeah, I, there's a word. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, that word's escaping me too. That term. Oh, I offer just escaped com- me. Off, offer, yeah, compromise. Offer and, yeah, we both got it at the same moment. Yeah, yeah. Offer and compromise. Yeah. So I guess there's there must be a a um, consciousness about the idea that we might as well just get rid of this guy and take another one off the books and get what we can kind of thing? Uh, right. And it comes down to uh, a cost-benefit analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the IRS, there was a mantra that we don't go after the last dollar. We go after the fast dollar. They want to get their money as fast as possible uh, to satisfy Congress. And they don't like dragged out audits. Yeah. No. Unless they have a, a particular prejudice with you. Yeah, yeah. When, when, you, when you did audits, um, talk about your experiences with the more wealthy people and all the attorneys in that. Did, did that discourage you from doing them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they will quibble over everything. <laughs> and my advice to every taxpayer uh, is to hire a lawyer who's uh, experienced in uh, negotiating with the IRS and so that uh, does uh, have an effect, but the problem is only the wealthy can afford that. Can afford yeah. to take them to the map. Yeah, yeah. The map. Right. So, uh, well, let me do another quick little break here, and then then we'll be back. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. It's nice to talk to a fellow who's been in the belly of the beast with these people, right? Why not? Um, we have, uh, you know, a lot of things. Oh, sun's coming in. See it? Um, a lot of things on sale on this, uh, probably the last day of the uh, um, Black Friday deal. Uh, some really good things. You know, the hydrogen browns gas machine, we 20% off today. So if you're hearing this live or sometime before, We'll, we'll stream this sometime before midnight tonight, the 29th. You can get the um, hydrogen browns gas machine. This is really wonderful technology. I love mine. I breathe this stuff all the time, and I do good with it. It's really worth it. A um, little pricey thing, but you'll get 20% off using promo code 1RADIO20. 1RADIO20. Uh, just tonight, midnight, the 29th. So that's pretty cool. 
All of Dr. Cowan's garden pro, uh, products are on sale through midnight tonight, the 20, the 29th, and 25% off with promo code THANKSGIVING2021. You don't have to remember all these promo codes. Uh, Sharon has done a good job on the website putting them all on the ad. So when you find something that you're interested in, uh, you'll have the promo code right there. Let's see. Living Streams, um, uh, 20% off, promo code SAVE20. Uh, Andreas Seed Oils, really, these these oils are just amazing, folks. I, I like these babies, and um, you can you can look at pumpkin seed oil, which I'm taking every day. I have been for three weeks, and I can I can feel some real energy and build up in my strength in my bladder. I was uh, peeing just a little bit. It was weird. I was peeing more than I really needed to. I talked to Andreas about. It. He said, "Well, pumpkin seed is the oil for male things, prostate, bladder." all down in that area in that chakra and uh, very, very powerful. These are all incredibly pristine oils where he, use, he uses low heat, low pressure, the lowest possible, puts it in Myron glass so these oils are not uh, oxidized. They're the safest oils on the planet. I guarantee you we don't recommend using any other oil other than extra virgin olive oil in a dark bottle. Other than that, I wouldn't do any oil out there. Just wouldn't do it. They're all uh, toxic, in my opinion. But they have black cumin seed oil. This uh, You can Google this guy or DuckDuckGo it, and you'll see some amazing stories about the healing properties of black cumin seed oil. If you have any kind of weird things going on in your body, I'd get some of that. Start taking it every day. Uh, coriander seed oil, incredible for the stomach and all systems in the body. Uh, black sesame seed oil, very, very powerful, a lot of things, and you'll, you'll see some things that Andreas has on his website. Once again, you don't need a promo code for Andreas Seed Oils, just 35% off of everything uh, through our website, One Radio Network. Um, sunflower seed oil, hemp seed oil, and he also has um, milk thistle seed oil, which is very powerful for the liver. And if you... And, uh, you know, you can imagine how many seeds it takes to get an oil out of a little milk thistle. So you could probably take pounds of milk thistle and not get the powerful. And I've been doing a teaspoon of that every few days as well. And my liver has never, never been happier. I can feel it. So these are powerful foods. Um, uh, Once again, for guys, we think the pumpkin seed is one of the best things. But if you've got anything going on that you're not sure about, this is a food, and if we use the um, Hippocrates idea that food be your medicine and medicine be your food, then you know you're on it. Promo, no promo code needed with Andreas. Just everything thirty five percent off. And finally, this break, uh, one of our faves. This is um, EMF protection devices through Blue Shield. You got the uh, the little one, handheld one, or the uh, uh, the cube. There's different uh, um, different levels of this. I just kind of go with one that you fits your budget. Put one of these puppies in your in your um, um, in your home. They go out 90 yards, and it works with the cells in the body. It doesn't try to protect you from cell phone towers and Wi-Fi's, but you're going to feel better 
in my opinion, having this in your home, if you have a Wi-Fi or if you have any kind of cell phone, um, you know, cell phone reception in your home, then you're getting cell phone tower stuff. So this is a great investment. Might as well get it now. Promo code one radio for 15% off on all Blue Shield products through midnight tonight, November 29th. So get it tonight if you're listening now or uh, we'll be streaming this show again today uh, so you'll learn more about Rick Green if you haven't heard it this morning and then we'll, you know, take good care of you. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. Know the Source on One Radio Network. Well, Rick Green is with us, Patrick Timpone, uh, kind of wrapping it up here. Thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been very interesting having you here with a, a perspective on the IRS that uh, I, I think few of us get, and it's always good to talk to people who who have been there. Do you have any tips for folks um, before we go? We have a, another uh, on just to stay out of the tangled web of this giant squid that you've you've laid out a a, a picture that they're really I don't want to you know but they're really rogue elements. I mean, there's no real accountability for what they can do, right? It just isn't. Well, probably the easiest approach is to uh, understand how your tax return compares to others uh, because of the algorithm they use to select it. Uh, Many of the uh, tax preparation programs like uh, Tax Cut, uh, TurboTax, um, they will, when you prepare your return with them, uh, they will actually red flag um, the uh, issues that are likely to uh, initiate an audit when the computer kicks out your return. Mm-hmm. So that would be the easiest. So these thing. are pretty good. I use I do use TurboTax and they seem very um, um, they, they seem good, right? You, you, you mm-hmm. think that they really uh, have a good service for them and worth the money if you're going to do it yourself? Um, well, it depends on individual circumstances. Uh, but in general, I'd say yes. Mm-hmm. And they always give, when I do mine, they always give, uh, you know, what's your chances of an audit, whether it's low, medium, or high. You think that's fairly accurate in your ex- experience? Excuse me. Uh, in general, yes. There's also some free tax, isn't, don't they have services where you can actually, I don't know where it comes from, I've seen people use it online, like free tax thing, or have you seen those software, that those systems, are they viable, do you think? Uh, yes. Uh, the IRS has a program where uh, you can, uh, have a tax return you you have a uh, one of the programs um, 
that allows you to file your tax return for free. Uh, there are restrictions. I think you have to make less than 75000 a year. Uh-huh. And the, uh, the catch is that the uh, software uh, will try to trick you into using products that you actually have to pay for. Ah, I see. Yeah. So if you use it, be sure you're aware yeah. of uh, obligations. Here's a final email from Frank. I owe the IRS quite a bit, a couple hundred thousand, just got way behind. And I'm wondering how I can find people to help me to do what your guest says, an offer in compromise. Can you advise Frank what to do? Um, well, definitely make the offer and compromise. And then, in addition to that, uh, try to negotiate with them directly. Hmm. IRS officers are under intense pressure to get cases closed. And so, the mantra you need to remember is negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Hmm. Um, that's what any tax lawyer would tell you. But uh, so you're recommending that Frank could actually try to do this himself rather than pay one of these companies to do it. As you have know, his circumstances, hmm. um, the uh, these companies know all the loops and hoops they have to jump through. Yes, sir. Yeah, average taxpayer isn't aware of, and uh, you have to do a cost-benefit analysis. How much are they likely to save you compared to their fees? Sure. Uh, yes, they can be pricey. It might be worth it. Mm-hmm. So do you think that in general the agents on board um, will be a little bit more negotiable if you're working with some professionals rather than doing it yourself? That would, I would think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I saw it myself when I audited in West LA. Yeah. You saw it. You could, you just, well, I'm glad that the IRS took care of you when they fired you. Good for you. <laughs> Good for yes, I, I definitely have mixed feelings about them. Sure, sure. So what ideas were your, did your attorney use to, to get you off the hook there and get, get some money from them? What were what was your arguments? Well, um, Due to my uh, auditing experience, I was very careful to document everything. Mm-hmm. And he was able to uh, show uh, that it was uh, improper. What they did, how they treated right. you. Huh. Right. Mm-hmm. So, he he was able to prove you were able to prove that it's not 
against the law or a violation of your agreement with them to talk about what the way you did. It's interesting. You think you would sign right. some kind of a contract when you go to work for them. You're not supposed to talk badly about the organization. Uh, no, you don't have to do that. But they do require that you fill out a form, uh, form uh, SF-71, uh, which is a complete background check. I see. Uh, I had to live, I had to uh, list every address I lived at from the time I was born, uh, any dis- any difficulties I had. Um, I once got a speeding ticket. Uh, they do that so that if they uh, do decide to go after you, you have a sword Democles hanging over your head. Yeah. And that was me. I, I was truthful in my Form 71, but they still found areas where they tried to claim I was concealing something bad or didn't uh, fully disclose. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, been interesting talking to you. Best of luck with your book, Agents of Deceit. Also, the website is agentsofdeceit.com. Richard Green. Thanks again, sir. Best of uh, happy holidays for coming up. Thank you for coming on the show. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Patrick. I really enjoyed talking to you. Well, so did I. You have an intuitive uh, sense of what's wrong with the IRS. Well, I've had my moments with them, sir. So I've got got a few. I, I can tell you quickly what I did, and you might get a kick out of it I was a uh, you know started learning about the Constitution maybe 20 years ago and I got involved with some people that were a little bit feisty about the IRS and um, I, I used a Supreme Court decision and I, I, w- I was looking it up and it actually tells you what income is Supreme Court right income is uh, is essentially when you sell something and then you you know you have income and they said right in the Supreme Court decision that when you just get money for your services, it's really not income. It's just not. That's what the Supreme Court said. Well, I used this little thing to not not uh, declare some taxes years ago, but I got into a jam over it, you know, because, I mean, you I would have had to go to court to prove that, right? And yeah. I just didn't have $300,000 hanging around. <laughs> So that's my IRS story, you know. That's just my IRS. So don't try this at home, folks. I, you know, they don't care. I mean, you can, right? I mean, you can have a Supreme Court decision that says, you know, when you exchange your labor for money, it's not income. I mean, it's right there. I don't know. It was way back years I think it was 100 years ago or something like that. What are you going to do, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, you apparently know how to stand up to them, and if uh, every American did that, uh, there would be uh, major reforms, no question about yes, it. Yes, sir. 
Well, I got a feeling with what's going on in our country today, there's 100 million Americans that are just not happy with the way things are going. Right? There's just a lot. And there may be some big changes afoot if people, I don't know, maybe we do some things that uh, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Well, you sure. take care of yourselves and stay out of trouble, okay, sir? Okay. Uh, thanks a lot, Patrick, and hope we can talk later. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Thank you. Richard Green, um, Agents of Deceit. What do you think? That's pretty interesting, huh? Well, um, we are going to, what are we going to do? We are going to, um, let's see what we're going to do. We are going to take just a little quick break, a little quick break, and then we're going to be right back. Uh, and talk, have some fun. So stay right there. It's a little bit after 11 o'clock Central Time. Uh, I'm just going to close out this show and then start another one. It'll just take a moment. And then if you'd like to join the show, 888-663-6386. There's lots to talk about. Mainly what we like to talk about is our specialty. It takes a long time to get young, but all kinds of things with politics, um, there's a new thing out there called Omicron. We'll give our opinions on that. If you have, have some opinions on it, well, you can call and, and, uh, and talk to us about it. But um, we are in an interesting world indeed. So we're going to just uh, break it up here a little bit. I'll be back in about five minutes. So stay right there, OneRadioNetwork.com. May the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.